Welcome to Awakening Matters. This is Cynthia Sloan, and I am so happy to be right here and to be fully present in this moment. I invite you to contemplate what resonates and to go on this journey with me, and most importantly, yourself, and to know that what you resonate with, what you hear, what you take in, what you don't, whatever it is and however it moves you, it's exactly what you have called forth and allowed yourself to receive. So I'm going to begin there, and I'm going to talk about the ability to receive versus the connection to worthiness. They are absolutely a work of art and part of each other's body. What does that mean to you? It means that emotionally and mentally, who you are and how you are and what you energetically put out in the world and expand and what you get back has as much to do with your relationship with yourself as it does what you allow yourself to receive. What you allow yourself to receive is not necessarily in connection to gifts or external offerings, even though that is absolutely a part of it. But it is more so about your ability to receive and feeling your worthiness. We come into this world with cellular consciousness that is fully aware of itself. So all the cells in your body from head to toe are aware of where they come from. Are they talking to you about it? Not necessarily. They're busy at work and they're doing their job, which is to not only give you life, but to keep life going for themselves and to have the experience. But they never forget for a second where they come from, and if you can imagine the trillions of cells in your body knowing collectively and consciously that they are a part of the divine nature, whatever you want to call it, whatever resonates for you and with you, that they are a part of unconditional love, that they exist because they said yes to that that they coexist because they said yes to each other. And more importantly, you exist with them as a body of work that has agreed to receive and feels worthy to do so. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here in body. You wouldn't have the abilities that you do, and you certainly wouldn't have the conscious cellular application and communication between cells of, okay, you go, you do that, I'll do this, you go there. Now, do we trip, do we fall, do we have accidents? Yes, maybe the cells are taking a break. Maybe they're at lunch. (laughs) I can only tell you that things happen in our physicality But the way the glue, if you will, or if that word doesn't resonate, the divine light that emanates from us all, regardless uh, whether we feel it or whether we 
don't, the cells have not forgotten that they are a collective consciousness communicating on your behalf, but on theirs as well. And so we go back to, do they feel worthy? Yes. Do they know that their survival depends on communication with all different kinds of forms? Absolutely. And do they, are they able to receive incoming information? Absolutely. And so all of that points to humanity. And when I mean all of that, I mean we as a walking, breathing orchestra of the divine in the most extraordinary compilation, we have access to the knowing that when, and we do, we actually have access to this, and I'm going to tell you how. But we have the actual knowing that when we are born, before we are labeled, before we are rejected, before we do and experience anything from humanity, we are born into this world, we are received. And I'm not talking about your mother, your father, your family members. I'm talking about the form that has been created comes into this world. It is allowing itself to receive, to open its eyes and receive sight, to open its lungs and breathe, to receive that breath, to open its ears and hear, to take in all the lights, the shapes, the sounds, the beauty, the extraordinary, literally the extraordinary light show, if you will, surrounding a newborn. Um, And I'm not talking about the light in a hospital room or the light in a bathroom, etc. I'm talking about that when a baby is born, it can see energy, it can feel light, it can see light. I know this to be true, not because I hope for it to be true, but because as a baby being born into this physical dimension, I was able to see that which I am speaking on. And so I'm not only speaking on it on behalf of myself, but if it could be true for me, then it can be true for anyone and all of us. So for just a moment, let's say you're having a hard day or a hard time in your life. I want you to contemplate if it resonates the following. It does not matter where you are in your life, in your physical life of being related to, liked, rejected, um, didn't get that job you wanted, just got a divorce, lost all your friends, whatever is going on. The cells within your body hold the originating blueprint of how incredibly loved you are. They do not discard it ever. Why? Because that is the language, that love language is what keeps them alive. I'm talking about your cells, the consciousness, the ability for them to communicate with each other, the originating loves. And I'm not talking just human love. I'm talking higher love, whatever your belief system is, is what co-created your ability to be in body and experience what you're experiencing. Now, if what you're experiencing is not what you want and you are struggling, which is part of soul evolution for some. 
Some just turn themselves off, shut themselves off, and are the walking dead, and you know who you are. Some others are literally going within and remembering, wait a second, if I don't feel loved, but my body is still breathing, I can see my bloodstream is still moving, um, and my heartbeat is still beating, etc., that is all based on a deeper, bigger love language than any love that can be given and taken away in your life in this dimension. Why, why does that matter? Because you matter. Awakening matters, and it does. You're here not only to have experiences, but to remember, to remember who you are and that you are already loved beyond measure and that when you love someone and they don't love you back, when you try and Mm, help someone and they reject your help. When you try and show up for someone and let's say they receive your help, but then you have an attachment to what the return is, that's when your belief about love, vibrational or emotional, becomes distorted. So what I am saying to you is please, based on my life as well, never do anything for anyone or anywhere that doesn't resonate with you. Don't force yourself to become something that you think will change the person you're with. Because what ends up happening is it creates separation not only between you, but guess what? You're the foundation and the center of your life. And if you're creating separation within yourself, that's going to be mirrored in all areas of your life. If you hand yourself over to a relationship, or let's say you were in your childhood um, trained that you were only able to receive love based on how much you did or how much you gave, and the fact that you simply were being was overlooked completely. And so you were trained to keep doing and doing and doing, but you got the message instead that it was never enough, and you started to get tired as you got older, bone tired of doing and doing and doing and not receiving that validation that you were taught would come from certain individuals based on your ability to reach their level, well, guess what? If you ever did reach their level and they looked at you and said, okay, you're loved today, there's a chance, not always, but there's a chance that them offering you that love to them looks like you would stop trying. So you continue to try and then you get exhausted. You get so incredibly tired and that is a blessing in itself. Because then you fall into yourself and you reconnect with yourself. It's almost like all your senses begin to shut down because you can no longer sustain the ability to do in order to feel worthy of being. And so all everything about who you are starts to shut down because you no longer have 
you've reached the bottom. You no longer have it to give to another, but you absolutely have it to give to yourself. So you drop onto the floor and you're curled up there and all of a sudden the awakening starts to happen. The realizations, the recognition, do they happen overnight? No, but is it part of your healing? Yes, all of a sudden you start understanding that just being, you are worthy. Now, how does that happen? How does the shift go from feeling worthless to worthy? How does the shift go from not receiving to fully receiving and feeling thankful and saying yes? It doesn't happen all of a sudden where people run to you and want to offer you that. In fact, quite the opposite. There might be a long, long period of time in your life where you are so isolated, you can only hear the sound of your heartbeat and your breath. And you wonder if you still exist in the realm of humanity. And that happened so much during the pandemic. People were alone and isolated. And I was getting calls from all over the world because people needed to connect. And so I'm going back to when you are trained or when you are told or when you perceive and watch the people around you doing, 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 and I'm not talking about, I'm talking about relationships, but it does translate into every area of your life. What ends up happening is you do and do and do, and you're waiting for that external validation. And when it doesn't come, if it doesn't come, I'll put it that way, there's still, hold on, I need a drink of water. <laughs> I get really happy. There is still about this topic and the water, actually. Thank you, water. <laughs> so there is still not a loss of hope for you. You may feel hopeless, but the cells and the breathing and the heart beating and the fact that you still exist means that that love within you has got you. Your foundation is still there. You just departed in such a, in, for so long and it created such a vast separation from yourself that you have lost hope in regards to, and again, this happened a lot during the pandemic, that uh, things would reconnect, and all of a sudden you're connected with yourself. Why? Because there was no more to give, and so there was the healing in the aspect that all of a sudden you connected to yourself, and all of a sudden the shift happens in very small ways, but it happens nonetheless, where when you stop looking outward, where you stop giving in order to receive, when you, stop, when you start to recognize wait, I'm an embodiment of love. That's why I exist. That's why I breathe. I am loved so much more and so big, far beyond any rejection this life can offer me. In fact, any external rejection is so that I go internal and I connect with what's my choice here, my free will. I can choose love for myself right now, or I can choose to feel hated. I can choose to feel abandoned. I can choose to feel rejected. 
And it's okay if you feel all those things. What matters is that you return to yourself through any process. And that is the shift occurs when you start breathing for yourself. When you start, when you're so exhausted that you can't move and you don't have to get to that level. I'm not saying that your life has to get that extreme, but I am saying if it does get that extreme, there's still hope. It has not abandoned you. It loves you beyond the level of any kind of pain you have endured. It's built in. It's inside your cells. It's why your cells can communicate on a vibration and an electromagnetic field that is much stronger than any impact or trauma you experience here. You will always return to yourself. If not, while you are living your life and having your experiences, you will return to yourself when you go, when you literally return to your I'm going to say your uh, vibrational, energetic, sacred geometric version of you. When you reintegrate with yourself, you will always return to yourself. You are not lost. Spirit loves you even when you don't love yourself. And the spirit of yourselves, the spirit of your consciousness, it seems so un. It doesn't seem powerful to say that. To many, they're listening and going, oh, my God, my problems are so much bigger than I love myself. I know. I can hear you guys. <laughs> what I'm saying to you is that you have an emotional and mental body, but you are also an authentic, genuine, only one of you, energy and source in the universe, and the universe moves through you and with you. You are your own star system. Think of the power of that and apply it to yourself. Remember that the love is greater and stronger. And by the way, the people in your life that reject you or hurt you or abandon you or discard you, I can tell you that whether it is during your human form and that experience or when you go to the other side, you will see so clearly. Okay, so a little back, background information on me or experience, rather, that I had um, recently. I'll say recently. I have an ex, and I've always wondered, how am I going to feel when I run into my ex? You know, my humanity was like, am I going to feel anger? Am I going to feel frustration? Am I going to feel, rightfully so, a lot of the struggling, traumatic emotions and mental interplay that one should after what I went through? I truly didn't know. I tried it on the scenario as we do with ourselves in every different format. And I have to honestly say, I did not settle on one. I couldn't. I did not. I could not feel it. I was like, oh, well, I don't know. I'm never going to see, so it doesn't matter. And I went along my way. So fast forward, <laughs> out of the blue, I'm at a veterinary clinic, 
And I look over, and my ex is standing there. And when I tell you it was like a scene out of Star Trek, I'm not kidding. It's like all of a sudden, the only two people in the entire building was myself and my ex. And no one else was in that building. And I had somehow moved into, like, as though I was standing on scaffolding and looking down at this person. And I was so interested in, oh, my gosh, it's happening right now. How do you feel? How do you authentically feel? I mean, what is your emotional body doing? Is it going crazy? And I was shocked. Truly, I was shocked because I thought I would be so angry. I felt (laughs) so much love. Oh, my gosh. It blew my mind. I felt so much love. It was like I had just taken, like, three caffeine shots, one after another. I was almost shaking with not only the love that I was feeling towards my ex, but, like, oh, my gosh. Look at your feeling nothing based on what you went through in the past or you healed it. And you are feeling nothing but compassion, love, and hope for you both. So blew my mind, still does, actually. And so in, in such a wonderful way. So I was able to receive that. I was able to receive myself having an authentic reaction because truly I was like, oh, wait. What am I feeling? And that's what I was feeling. Now, the reaction from my ex, totally the opposite, completely the opposite, which was okay. I was like, wow, you are so angry, meaning my ex. The acknowledgement and the very short interaction we had, this individual was so filled with shame and blame and anger and frustration and mimicking me and all this stuff. And you know what came forth within me was all of that stuff that you are offering me is where you are at with yourself. And no, I'm not saying walk around and you know, anybody that, well, actually, maybe I am saying that. I was going to say, I'm not saying walk around and anybody that pisses you off or disrespects you be like, that's your stuff. But in actuality, if we get really down to it, it is their stuff. It only becomes yours when you go, thank you, I'll take that on. If I had, in that exchange, stopped and said, I'll take that rage, I'll take that anger, I'll take that limitation, I'll take that lack of self-clarity, I'll take all the crap, and I will layer it on top of how free I'm feeling in this moment, I could have done that. We all have a choice. We all have choice, and that's, well, I shouldn't say we all have choice. Everyone should have choice, and that is part of the greatest freedom. But I had a choice in that moment, and that was to either observe myself, 
or to take on other people's stuff, which I was very familiar with. And so for me to tune into myself and feel so free, I watched my ex walk to their car and I was like, wow, but not about my ex, about me and how far I have come, how far I've come. It was the greatest gift I could have given myself. So my point to you is that, you know, I know it's so easy to, there are a lot of people thinking it's so easy to say, love yourself, you know, um, how am I going to get that loan I need? Or how am I going to get um, support for my baby? Or how am I, oh, I just love myself. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about a verbal detached, I love myself. I love myself. I am saying you are a genuine vibrational cellular consciousness with the ability to shift your inner star system, whatever you want to see yourself as, whatever makes you feel empowered, I can tell you you're much bigger than your physical body. Your auras reveal that every day to me. Your auras expand way beyond your physical bodies. And so you are your own universe. Let's put it that way. And so if you are a universe, you are much stronger in the ability to be softer. You are much more able to make a choice to say, that's not mine. I don't own that. I give it back. Or to say, wow, I feel so much love and in that I feel so free. So I'm saying start small, but know that if, and I tell you this from experience, if you've had an entire childhood of abuse beyond comprehension, that you barely survived it, you can still thrive in love, I promise you. But you have to do the work. My work that I am honored and always blown away to do, to be able to do the work that I do is only as good as the work I do on myself, my inner inquiry. And so, Do the work. What's the work? The work is give it up. Give up the burdens and the crap that's not yours. Give it, give the abuse up. You've lived it. So therefore you have carried it. You have ingested it. Give yourself a day, two, three, four, maybe 10 minutes a day. It's not going to be comfortable at first because it's not your comfort level. What is comfortable to you is what you know. But then you get out into the world and you see that what you know is not necessarily all there is for you and you can choose differently. And it doesn't matter your age. I thought my life was over so many times during this life. I mean, literally like, okay, that's it. I'm not going to be able to get up from this one. There's no way. There's no how. And not only did I get up, but... I did the inner work and continue to do it every day. If you love yourself, and I know you do because you're still in body, and not to say that if you don't love yourself, you're out of body, but I'm saying right now, if you're listening and you're in body, your cells are loving you and loving themselves by doing the work and communicating with the love language from one organ to the next, 
and the oxygenation, etc. You are your own walking universe. And so you have the capacity to shift things. Don't look for the differences because you'll find them. So when you're looking for things in life, a relationship or a good job or whatever your dream or your goal is, I invite you to not look for the differences between you and others. Please don't waste your time doing that. You are enough. You are beautiful and you are extraordinary. And within you is a universe of organs and oxygen and blood working on behalf of loving you. I'm not talking about human love that can be given and taken away. I'm talking about a higher love, a cellular love. Whatever your belief system is, you are loved from a place and in a way that cannot be taken from you. And you are blessed if you were able to experience love, joy, laughter of a child, uh, meaning your own. I'm talking about your childhood, etc. Because trauma often leads to individuals shutting down. Um, it's kind of hard, believe me, I know, to go through so much trauma and still remain open. Um, because then it's more painful. It hurts more. It's, um, yeah. So, but I will say to you that you don't have to shut down all the way, but you can start this inner dialogue. Like, wait a second. Maybe she's onto something. Maybe my cells and the fact that my body exists is a love greater than any of the differences that I see around me. I'm going to tell you something. If you have a family, friends, an ex, or people, a group, whoever it is, or one person that matters to you, that's pointing the finger at you and saying, you're different, change, become like me, um, What's wrong with you? You need to calm down, etc. whatever it is. Or gaslights you every time you go to say, I want to talk to you about this. And all of a sudden, before you can finish your sentence, the entire issue has become their issue and they are pouring it back onto you. And you're like, well, okay, I want to look at that and discuss that, but can we first start with why I even came into the room to talk to you? And sometimes it's, it's a no-go, and sometimes it's, it's a yes. It's all things at one time, and that's why I'm saying to you that if somebody or a group of people don't like you, want to change you, don't get you, never did, weren't interested in getting to know you, never said they loved you, and then revealed they never did, um, et cetera, I'm telling you that if that is happening in your life right now, you are being called from your guides and from your inner language of unconditional love and being asked to come home by going within. If the external world at any point in your life is pushing against you, 
It's so that you will go within. It's so that you will reconnect with yourself and move away from the external toxic environment. And so what I'm saying to you is, please don't change who you are, but celebrate who you are. Know that the strength within you has created worlds. The universe that you walk around in that is who you are is connected to all that is. And so I ask you to give yourself a chance to reveal to you, and I sure wish I had done that for myself much sooner when I was a child. So now I'm asking you to let yourself, whatever age you're at, reveal to you that you're connected and you cultivate and you expand far beyond. Let's talk about contraction. So something bad happens, ouch, it hurts, it's painful, it's horrible, you contract been there. We've all been there. Contract, become very small, and it's like, I can't, no, I can't, I can't. When you start having an inner dialogue with yourself, become the person you want a relationship with. Become the person you want a relationship with. I am not originating that sentence. It came from somebody else, and I can't remember who right now, but if it speaks to you, use it for yourself. How can you become the person you want a relationship with? Can you become kinder, gentler? Can you fall into love with with yourself? I invite you every morning and every night to look in the mirror. And if you can't fully look in the mirror, then close your eyes and talk to yourself. And I want you to say it out loud. One thing you love about yourself. I don't care if it's, I love my hair today. Or I love myself today. I love all parts of me. I love that my dog loves me. I love nature, that I can feel it, smell it, hear it. Whatever it is, let's move into gratitude. And when we go into gratitude for the smallest of things, we look at feeling worthy. If you don't feel worthy, then you're going to have trouble feeling gratitude. But I'm telling you, move away from the definition that's thrown onto you by other people and know that's their stuff and you don't have to carry it anymore. However, the work that you need to do next is choose your own definition. Because if you don't, then there's a pocket there that's empty and ready to be filled in with what you just left. So the work involves kindness, gentleness seeing yourself as a universe with a strength and a power far greater than anything you have survived and allowing yourself the opportunity to get to know you and replacing other people's projections onto you with your personal knowings. I don't care if you have to go from, I'm so grateful that my hands work. I can pick this up. I can make something. I can drive. I can draw something. I can hold this microphone. You are the divine tapestry. Your life is the microphone. Your life says to you, tell me, how do you want this to go? 
unfortunately, there are a lot of um, distractions and there are a lot of interruptions. There are many opportunities to forget yourself. And so the key here is write it down. Become the person you want to be in a relationship with means write down. I want them to treat me like this when I feel like this. I want to experience this. I want to do that, et cetera. Write it down so that you can look at it and say yes to it every day. And maybe the next day there's something new you want to add to it or take away because you've accomplished a certain feeling about you that now you embody. And let me tell you, when you embody self-love and clarity that, am I perfect? Absolutely not. Do I want to be perfect? Doesn't exist. Not real. No. Do I want to have all parts of me present? Yes. And let me tell you right now, that means the wonderful part of you the happy part of you, the sad part of you, the struggling part of you, the healthy part. That means all of you at all times. That doesn't mean uh, in order for you to just be what other people want you to be or even the part of you that you just want to be, it requires you to separate, abandon, and move aside those other parts of you. And those other parts of you want to be loved. They don't want to be put aside. So if you start saying, I love the part of me that is joyful and that can laugh, but I also love the part of me that is struggling and doesn't understand. I love that part of me as well. Then what happens is when I said it's an inside job and internal job and things start to shift slowly in your life is all of a sudden your focus comes into massive clarity and you start seeing for yourself, well, the day I had today was really easier. Um, I had so many people compliment me. You know, whatever the thing is that stood out to you. I'm not saying love yourself, you'll get compliments. (laughs) Not saying that because that's not always true. Sometimes you love yourself so much you might get people not getting you or not liking you or wanting you to be more like them. But again, the focus is not how other people see you. It's that you are being invited to see yourself maybe for the first time ever. So love those parts of you that reveal to you contrast. What do I mean? That revealed to you, I had such a bad day, I'm disappointed, I'm drained, I'm tired, I can't do another thing. That part of you needs to be loved, heard, and understood, and supported by you before you can feel that it is being seen and held by another The other thing is, if you have people in your life now that don't treat you well, that you didn't know, as an example maybe, you didn't know that you could choose who you wanted in your life, and so whoever just showed up next was better than what you had at the beginning, so okay, 
I'll go that way. And okay, I'll go that way. Oh, wow, this doesn't feel so good, but at least it doesn't feel as bad. I invite you with tremendous love to choose to become comfortable with your own company where you can enjoy who you are and how you are even when you are by yourself because you are never by yourself. You have guides. You have an inner consciousness that is alive. You have so much going for you all the time. And so you don't have to settle anymore. You don't have to be afraid anymore. Start having, you can call them meetings if it makes you feel productive. You can call them um, coffee gatherings if you're having coffee with yourself. Whatever you want to call them, start having an inner dialogue with yourself. Because if you don't start talking with yourself, you will feel the silence and the space as overwhelming. And it will trigger, not always, but more often than not, it can trigger fears within you. And then the ball's rolling, forget about it. You might as well go back to bed. So start having these small, short, or long dialogues with yourself internally with your emotional body and most importantly based in what you know as an example you could say something like to your inner consciousness you know i never felt loved externally but i am so grateful for how loved i am internally and i want to meet you there you're loving me and supporting my life force i'm loving you in return Oh, stop rolling your eyes. I see you guys. And so what I'm saying to you is whatever the dialogue is, you choose it, you use it. Apply it to yourself and allow yourself to have that dialogue because it's awakening. It's you awakening to the fact that you doesn't mean you have to be comfortable being alone all the time and never be around anyone ever again. No, it means all of a sudden you chill out and you, a lot of fears that you had about being alone that kept you with the wrong people for so long, you don't have them anymore. And so you start attracting not necessarily the right people because there are no wrong or right. It's just what's happening in the moment. Wrong is if they're mistreating you. So wrong. Right is if they are seeing you. That's a start. Um, seeing you meaning not, um, let's put it in a different construct. Seeing you, see, I'm talking to my guides. I'm never alone. <laughs> and so seeing you, not dating, I'm talking about seeing you internally. Somebody's, you might even be like saying something nervously and the person is seeing you compassionately or lovingly or getting to know you and liking you because they're seeing beyond the words. Um, please, I invite you to stop being around people that bring you down, people who are more than ready to gaslight you, to 
be negative about you. They don't even know you, and they're sending out texts saying, don't do it. They don't even know you truly, and they're sending out texts and calls and connecting to other people and telling you, don't do it, don't do it. Please, I say to you, people that bring you down, avoid them. And this is why. They bring themselves down. I'm sorry. You can see a group of people that are laughing and talking, and you can feel authentic loneliness. But then if you sit with them for any amount of time, you may find a version of yourself in the group, and you love that. Or you may see, wow, none of these people are being met and they're sitting in a group. Oh, what was that quote? That was such a good quote, but I can't remember it now. (laughs) I think it was something like, "If if the circle you are sitting in does not inspire you, it's no longer a circle, it's a cage. And I'm sorry, I don't remember who said that, but I'm sure it was inspired and therefore it comes from the place of creation of who we all are. And so, inspire yourself, love yourself back to wholeness and fullness. And if the circle you are surrounding yourself with doesn't inspire you, I'm not saying you need to be, you know, fly out of there, you know, meaning you're every time you're with a group, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm just even more wise than when I joined them. No, but I'm saying if you are not enjoying yourself or if you feel you're being judged or you feel uh, less than or not even seen when you leave, then you are not participating with yourself in that circle either. You are sitting in a cage of your own making. So free yourself because guess what? You made the cage, you have the key. You made the key too. Use it. Walk out of that space that you're in, in your head, in your emotional body, in your mental body. I am here to tell you, I have experienced traumas, not greater or lesser than other people, but I know trauma. And I know that I can say to you, everyone that's listening, your ability to return to love never leaves you, but it's self-love before it can be shared love. You are blessed beyond comprehension to have anybody in your corner. And if the universe has created one person to step into your life and to see you, your life and your soul has changed forever for the better. Because you know no matter what, you have been seen. No matter what, you have been heard. No matter what, you have experienced love. But before any of that could transpire, you had to make an opening within you to receive it. And that means you got that much closer to yourself and loving yourself. And therefore, created the opening for this to manifest and come into your life. If you have been told every day of your life that you're a piece of shit, 
that you don't matter. You shouldn't have been born. You should have been born dead and discarded. I understand that was my experience and beyond that. So I say to you, you are loved in a way that cannot be diminished in this life. However, that love dwells within you. If you are waiting for it to be offered outside of you, so we talk about within you and without you. So we talk about within you, there's a connection. Outside of you, seeking that connection to happen, it's harder and sometimes you feel that it's hap- life is happening without you. I'm here to also tell you, I have fallen down, like I said earlier, so many times and said to the my universe, to my particular inner universe, and who I have been throughout my life, even as a child, I can't do this. I, I can't. I'm not. This is it. And I, I don't have the strength. I'm weakened by what's going on in what was going on in my external world and my inner dialogue, because what trauma does is it turns down the volume, it turns up the volume of trauma. It turns down the volume of feeling connected. So the more trauma that's going on externally around you, of course, you're in survival mode. You're trying to do everything you can to survive. And Your inner voice is not really necessarily what you're listening to. That's why I say to you, don't wait for trauma to come around again. Start loving yourself now and start understanding that you are a human being that is loved by a vibration, a life force, and a frequency, and a consciousness that is not dependent upon the people that come and go in and out of your life. It is a non-circumstantial love. Did I know this all throughout my life? I knew it on a spiritual level. I certainly did not know it on a human level or allow myself to receive it or feel worthy to experience it. And therefore, I attracted people into my life that withheld unconditional love and just judged. And, well, you can fill in the rest. So, I'm happy to say that if you're looking for hope and if you're looking for, well, it's not possible for me. Yes, it is. It is possible for you because if it's possible for one of us, it's possible for all of us. And I don't know what your focus is in your life, but please. Take a moment every day to look at nature because when the wind is blowing and those flowers are moving, they are dancing. When the grass is bending all in the same way, they are having an incredible experience. You are not, we as humans are not the only beings here having an experience. And so if you need to be cheered up or to feel like you belong to something bigger, Get out of your head and into nature and start allowing the beauty of nature to 
inform you of joy, inform you of lightheartedness, inform you of really a mirror of what lives inside you and what's possible for you. And so I say to you, you are worthy, you were born worthy. Even before you were born, you were already worthy. You are loved beyond your human experience, but why not bring that into your human experience and understand? Please don't overanalyze a situation and try and figure it out. If you can't settle on knowing something about a situation, like with my ex, I was like, none of these fit. I have no idea. It doesn't matter. I'll never see my ex again. Boom, there's my ex. And I'm like, whoa, what am I feeling? Wait, what? I'm feeling free and I'm feeling love, not only for me, but for that person? Whoa, I could have never truly imagined that. And so if something has got a hold of you and it keeps replaying, release it. Let it go so that the greatest version of you, greatest meaning the free version of you can come forth and meet you in regards to an issue, person, place, or thing that's got a hold of you and free you. You are here to remember who you are, and I'm going to leave it on. And whoever said this, thank you for saying it and bless you. Become the person you want in relationship. Become the person you want in business. Become the person you want in health. Start relating to yourself spiritually and on all other levels as the person you would want to be seen as. Start seeing and believing and experiencing yourself as that in the smallest or biggest of ways. Has to be real though, has to be authentic in order for the energy to manifest around you. So you can't be having a terrible day and be like, that's okay, I love myself, whatever. No, I mean, you've got to get through the emotions and then go back to the foundation of what you choose in your free will to rest on. And let that be unconditional love for all parts of you, not just the ones liked by everybody or liked by you. If you love the parts of you that cause you the greatest pain, they will, that pain will diminish and diminish and diminish and go away because you're replacing it with love. And when I say love, I'm talking about the energy, the essence, the vibration of love. So use your own words, but it already exists within you. So feel how loved you are, not through your emotional body. I mean, absolutely include your emotional body, but start with your cellular consciousness, the love between the organs, the bloodstream, the oxygen, that it is already there and loving you. And that's why you are having an experience at all. I thank you for joining me tonight in Awakening Matters, and I send you infinite and endless love, and may you become that, remember that, and not be afraid of gratitude. Have gratitude for yourself and for all parts of you, and then the integration and the awakening can happen. Thank you so much, and bye for now.